Today is Sunday, June 2nd, episode 1 of the Full Moon Podcast. Let's go. Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Webb, also known as Jackie Moon. Today I'm joined by my day one boys, Chandler Villado. How you doing, Chandler? I'm doing well, Jack. And my guy, Wyatt LeBlanc. How you doing, Wyatt? I'm doing well. How are you, Webb? So this podcast basically is always going to be me and kind of whoever else is around, my friends, these guys. You'll see Garrett Lynn on a lot, maybe Crazy Brian Pike. Yeah, so this is kind of be the podcast. Please bear with us as we try to figure this out. Obviously, we're first timers. So if you like it, Please subscribe and uh, try to keep listening. If you don't, maybe give it three episodes, see if we got our shit together, and uh, come back, please. So we're going to start off today with a white. Why, why, tell me a little about yourself, White. Let's, let's see. What do you got here? Uh, what, are you, what are you looking for? Literally say anything about yourself. Literally uh, anything. <laughs> 19, college student. What else do you want to know? I play lacrosse. I was thinking college. Like, uh, like I'm transferring from Bentley, too. going to St. Joe's. Fun facts. Why? Fun facts. Why? Why? Uh, gonna be a special education teacher. Didn't want to do business. So. All right, Chandler, uh, Bama boy. What do we? What do you got going here? Uh, I'm Chandler. I live in the same neighborhood as Webb. Been boys for a while. Yeah, day one. Uh, I'm also 19. Going to Alabama University, of Alabama next year. Play hockey. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, uh, Webb and Chandler are from the rich neighborhood. I'm from the little more poor version of uh, Rundle. So I'm really from the streets. These guys live a high life. See, we're from Maine. And if you knew Maine, Arundel, Maine is just nowhere near rich at all. <laughs> so this is just a normal neighborhood. It's just the only neighborhood in the town. So people like to refer to it as a rich neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, before we get going here, I want to apologize to Garrett Lynn. Uh, he was supposed to be on this premiere episode, but um, yeah, he, he just couldn't make it. R.I.P. the boy. <laughs> so uh, we'll get started here. We're talking NBA Finals. We actually got the game on right now. Pretty poor time to record a podcast in the middle of an NBA Finals game two. Yeah, I'm can not we get a, a fan. Uh, can we get a score check, please? Score check. Yeah. Please uh, bear with us I here. I know the Raptors were down nine last I checked. Because when Warriors you're listening up to this, eighty-eight to eighty with thirty seconds left in the third quarter. Eighty-eight, eighty Warriors, and obviously, when you're listening to this, it might even be game four already. Yeah. Depends on how fast we get this out. Stephen A's already gonna have ranted. You know, Sports Center's already gonna be on loop five times about the same freaking thing. Also, no F words on the show, just, just quick. Yeah. yeah. So, keep talking here. Can we get a game one reaction? Toronto winning their first ever finals game. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the world. Hot take, a hot, very hot take in my opinion. Chandler, hockey boy. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, not too hot on uh basketball. So I guess it's good to see a Canadian team in the finals and with a win in the finals. Big Canadian guy. Basically, Chandler's a hockey guy through and through, so anything where there's not pucks on net, circling the puck, as Dave Fortnite says, is just not good with him. <laughs> so, series prediction for the rest of the series. Well, I mean, we obviously know the Warriors are running by three going into the fourth quarter right now, but what are we thinking? I think if Kevin Durant is healthy when he comes back, Golden State, but if he's not 100%, then I think the Raptors are going to take it. You really think that? I 100% Like, you can that. look me in the face and you can actually say that. <laughs> yeah. This is the Golden I'd, State Warriors. Yeah, without Kevin Durant. Stephen Clay and Draymond have never beat a healthy finals opponent. Oh, English? Healthy S finals opponent. Thank you. Jesus. Jammer, I, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, not a not an expert here, but I gotta also go with the the Warriors with my boy Jack Webb because five years straight, uh, they just got what it takes to win, and they're yeah. gonna do it. <laughs> I, I just think it's the damn Golden State Warriors. They just excellence. They're basically the New England Patriots of basketball. Yeah. I think Steph Curry. I mean, you get game one, you got all the hype in Toronto. Everyone's buzzing. Drake's around here. Well, that's what I'm saying. The game one win was brushed off like it was nothing. Like, I barely saw anyone talk about it. Everybody's just like, oh, the Warriors are going to win it. Because the Warriors, yeah, I mean. Yeah, but that's got to mean something. They open up game one with a win. I thought it was a pretty easy win. What stood out to me is how lightly the Warriors took the loss. They were literally walking off the court, like, laughing. Yeah, they have Kevin Durant on the bench waiting for him to get healthy. They don't care. Drake. Took some lint off Steph Curry's head and sucked it on eBay. <laughs> that was a funny. I kind of want to get numbers on what that's going for right now. <laughs> anyway, um, what are our th- what are our thoughts on Drake? I know Chandler, this would not be happening at any hockey game. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh yeah, I mean you don't get to sit uh, courtside at a hockey game, but um, I don't think it would fly in the best league in the world. But in the joke league like the NBA, I think it's wow. all right. Wow. That's just a hockey guy answer right there. So if Drake did some of this stuff, say at a Toronto Maple Leafs game. To a team like the Boston Bruins, what do you think the Boston Bruins would do? Uh, he'd be out of he'd be out of the rink uh, ASAP. Also, uh, rich people at NHL games sit in booths up top. That's not 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 close to the ice. So that's very true. <laughs> that is very true. It's just a different kind of yeah. Front row seats in NHL aren't yeah aren't all there. It, it kind of goes along with the whole thing is NHL team sport. There are a lot of we guys, not we. They the stars there don't like to be really seen. They sit in the booth, they hide away. NBA is a look at me league. Right. All these stars sit courtside as a kind of a look at me move. Drake is standing up clapping in front of everyone. He's like, "Hey, look at me. I know this is the NBA Finals. This has nothing to fucking do." I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I caught myself. I'm very sorry. There. Apologize to any kid listening. Out of like the ten people who are gonna be listening to this trash. No, you have a lot of kid fans. Yeah, but um, wow. So I apologize. I caught myself there. Uh, to be fair, he is the global ambassador for the Raptors, so he does have a right to be there. Okay. Yeah, to be there and stuff, but I not, think he's, not yeah. touching the coaches, touching the players. I mean, it's the Raptors' coach. I think if he's the global yeah, ambassador, yeah, but he's I think Steph Curry's hair and he yeah, called but I think Draymond Green and I quote trash to his face. I, I that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. That's I think just that's chirping hilarious. in the stands and stuff. Yeah. And see that all the time. In no, baseball. you're right. No, you're right. It's like well, nobody had a problem with Spike Lee in the Knicks, you know. You're right. Um, this just came in my mind. This is an awful podcast, by the way. If you're still listening to this, <laughs> yeah, like facts. I am, I like thank you, because this is just hot trash. But <laughs> later in the show, just to keep you kind of listening, we're gonna have my dad. Picture this in your mind right now. If you don't know who my dad is, picture this: fat guy, no legs. That's all you need to know. <laughs> that is all you need to know. He will be joining us for his personal segment called Prosthetic Perspective, coming up soon here. But as we drum, I mean, kind of kind of a topic. So we wrote this rundown last week when they were still in the Western Conference Finals when they were murdering the Trailblazers without KD. So I wrote, is KD the least important warrior? After seeing game one, what are our thoughts on that? Wyatt, please stop texting and uh, answer this question, please. It's just texting Chandler. I, I absolutely don't think he's the least important warrior. That's just ridiculous. Uh, can you elaborate? That's like... Well, I mean, if we're gonna talk least important warrior, why aren't we Kevon Looney? Okay, okay like, we're talking stars. Yeah. Of the Come stars, on. I mean, I'd rather take I take Kevin Durant over Steph, Clay, Draymond any day. I take him over any one of those guys any day. He's the most clutch out of any of those guys. He's I think he's the best winner 
and he's a lockdown defender. Uh, I just I think yeah, he's but like, the best player on that team of superstars. As a team, if they were missing any other superstars, would they be able to put up the numbers they're putting up without KD? What do you mean? Like the other players on the like team? Like KD's playing, but Steph's out or Clay's out. Okay, but they put the, if Clay was out, they'd put up the same numbers. It's just if, if one of them was out, then they're all going to have better numbers. That's just so I'm saying as a team, you think they'd play as well without one of the other stars and without KD. Yeah, I think if it's Steph, Clay, and KD, I think that's a better lineup. If you miss Draymond or if you miss Clay or if you miss Steph, I think KD and any two of the combination of the other two is better than just the original three combination. So, kind of to interrupt here, just a quick score check. 9.30 left in the fourth, Warriors 90, Raptors 82, Wyatt. Not looking good for your boys. Not uh, looking good for your boys. Also, I think Kawhi can do it. Keep in mind, Wyatt LeBlanc, new favorite team, I think, every season False. of basketball. So he picked the Raiders in seventh grade because he wanted to be different and not like the Patriots like everyone else. That's not true. That is 100% true. That's absolutely not true. He'll deny till he dies, but we all know the truth. So, Wyatt, how are you feeling about your Raiders this year? I know we're kind of just switching all over the place. Like I said, this is some hot trash. Like, <sighs> this podcast actually sucks. I don't know why we're still recording, but Wyatt, go ahead. Uh, well, first off, I picked the Raiders in seventh grade because I like Darren McFadden, you know, hot new back coming out of Arkansas, big guy. Uh, Jamarcus Russell, he was there, thought he was going to be big time, but anyway. He turned out to just be a fat load. Yeah, worst pick like in myself. the history of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically you playing quarterback, but yeah. anyway. Uh, Raiders going into this year, uh, I think if we get them on a hard knocks, that'd be pretty. That'd be the best hard knocks situation right now. I mean, if you look at it, you have Antonio Brown, Vontez Perfect. You know they hate each other. We have an, a convict on the line coach in uh, Tom Cable who beat his wife and actually broke, I think, the jaw of another Raiders coach when he was in his previous Raiders uh, tenure. And then we have Richie Incognito on the line. So he's going to be bullying people. And well, well, he is, in fact, a racist bully. So. Yeah, exactly. So we just have a lot of characters. I'm, I don't know how it's going to work out. I think uh, Derek Carr proves that he is a franchise quarterback this year, though, with the numbers that he puts up in Gruden's system. You saw through that, I think, nine-week span where he didn't throw an interception. This was his first season with over 4,000 passing yards. Two of the past three years, he has the best deep ball accuracy in the league. And uh, I just think he's going to prove himself in the system in year two. So as you guys can tell, this whole podcast could just be Wyatt naming off random Raiders facts. We might turn that into a segment. Wyatt's random Raider facts of the day. <laughs> I <laughs> like that idea. You yeah. just asked me my opinion. No, I honestly yeah, think but the you stats went back on up. for 30 seconds. It lost you. Or not 30 that was, seconds. That was like a I minute. lost you after the first 30 yeah. seconds. So we appreciate that. that that's going to be a segment. i got to write that down somewhere. All right. Anyway, we're really doing poorly on just sticking to a subject. So this is the last question with the finals, and we won't touch it until we get a win update. How the hell is Kyle Lowry in the playoffs? <laughs> not not even the playoffs. We're sorry about that. Strike that. The NBA finals. Because he's thick. <laughs> I mean, he was going to be my full moon of the day. But, I mean, why? Clearly, that, that video on Twitter of that kid going, I can give you three buckets consistently. <laughs> that's the funniest video I've ever seen, but I don't I know. I mean, that's pretty accurate, but how the hell is he in the NBA Finals? I was thinking about it today. If you replace um, Kyle Lowry with Kyrie, is that team better? Yes. 
I, yeah. I do you yes. think? I don't know. I don't think, think about it. Th- I right, think right. Kyle Lowry fits their system perfectly. I think that's why he's still there. I think that's why they're in the finals. Actually, here we go. Poorly switching subjects again. Oh but God. think about what we saw in the Celtics this year compared to the playoffs yeah. last year when they almost beat LeBron James in the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's proving my point. It was team basketball. And then Kyrie finally comes back. I was really excited as a big-time Celtics fan. Finally, we have a star, another star in the Celtics uniform, and it just became a complete bust. Yep. I do think Kyle Lowry helps that team. Thank you. What are your thoughts? Didn't you say no, Chandler? I said you put Kyrie on the the Raptors, they're going to be much better than Kyle Lowry. I would probably agree. I, I don't know. I just disagree with that. Like you said, it's a team game. Yeah, that's right. That's, that, that's I think Kyle Lowry fits their system better. Just I'm, like... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. Oh, that's a very good point. So, big news. This is also late. I write down. I had written down here, NHL Game 2 reactions when the Bruins lost in overtime. But we're really slow, so we recorded this right after Game 3 last night. Let's get some reactions to that. What was it? 7-2? to two? Beat down, yeah. One empty. In a Stanley Cup final. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a big statement from the Bruins, but uh, gonna have to see how St. Louis responds. I don't think they're gonna respond. I think they're still dead. I mean, they They responded in game two. Yeah, but they didn't get their ass. Can you say ass? No, you can say ass all day. Ass, 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 (laughs) ass, ass. All right, they didn't get their ass beat in game one like they did in game three. So that's very true. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot tougher to respond, but I mean they're a physical team and. uh, playing at home again for the first time in a while so if they can get a home win in the Stanley Cup Finals I'm sure that will pump them up enough to get them get them through the next couple of games that is facts I'm getting a call from Emma should I let her be on the podcast yeah yes hello Emma Ford you're live on the full moon podcast uh, what do you have to say Jack stop <laughs> I am dead serious right now do you have anything to say to the fans <laughs> she hung up. Nice. nice. That's a tough go for the kid. Yeah. Um, Late night for Webb. <laughs> tough. Woof. Anyway. Also, are the Blues the scummiest team in the NHL? No. no. Dude, the dude, Boston bro, Bruins. Bro, bro, the bro, Boston bro, Bruins. Ow. Scummiest team. Ow. The Boston Bruins. Please tell me how. They got. Are you kidding me? Marshan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just. Everyone, he everyone knows he's the biggest scumbag <laughs> in the league. You can argue. Everyone's gonna from north the northeast is gonna argue that he's yeah. not a scumbag. It's just antics. He's a scumbag. Jake DeBrusque is kind of a scumbag. I'd say he How? he's getting there. Is the Leaf series? Okay, that's fair. He got cross checked in the face by Kadri, which Kadri's also a scumbag. But he kind of started that with his hit of his own. And then last night, I saw him getting into it a bunch and just him, Tory Krug, Tory Krug. I mean. Monster hit. I mean, he's Monster a savage, hit. Was, and, uh, That was badass. But uh, he's, he's starting to get chippy with his game and stuff, so I definitely have to go with the Bruins. Dude, because that hit blew St. up. Louis. Oh, yeah. That he's was probably one of, the, one of the biggest hits of the season, for dude. sure. No helmet. Just crazy. That but was just... He's also in, putting up numbers. I've never seen anything like that in my life. First uh, Bruins defenseman. Oh, yeah. Score four points in the Stanley Cup final that game. fourth player in history? I have no idea. I think I saw that stat the other day. Please never quote us on any stat <laughs> we give you because it is probably wrong besides yeah, Wyatt me. Raiders facts. Thanks. <laughs> quote Anyways, me on those. Quote me on those. Um, yeah, no. Four points for a defenseman last night. Tory Crew kind of coming out of nowhere. Kind of made a name for himself if he wasn't that popular before, but just absolutely blackout rage. Got his helmet ripped off. Skates all the way down the ice. 
taps the puck and just absolutely lights up what's his face in the blues. Don't even know the dude's name. He's irrelevant. Yeah, me neither. I couldn't tell you. Anyway. It's like a scene from The Water Boy. Yeah, so while we're talking hockey here, why do you hate Marshan as a Capitals fan? As a Capitals fan, I mean, I guess it's pretty obvious because he's a scumbag. If I was pretty- a Bruins fan... Or, oh, you gotta love the guy. If you're yeah, if you're a Bruins fan, like you, you want to have that guy on your team. Same with Wilson, Tom Wilson on the Capitals. I mean, everyone that's not a Capitals fan thinks he's a big goon and stuff, but you love him when he's on your side. So I yeah. guess it's kind of the same thing. No, for sure, I'd agree with that. Why? Give me a topic here. Your full moon of the week. I don't know. Whoa. Burf. All right. Full moon of the week. Kyle Lowry, you should see the ass on this guy. <laughs> dude, that shit is just popping out of those shorts, dude. This guy, Kyle Lowry, does have the bubble butt, though. Oh, yeah. Him, I, his teammate Fred Van Vliet, <laughs> also thick John. I think Kyle Lowry's uh, height definitely helps out with that one. For sure. If he's like 6'7". Kind of like Maurice Jones-Drew thick, that boy was thick, dude. <laughs> he, it was just because he was short. A thick dude, and he was just like stocky. He's like a little tree yeah. stump, oh, a little yeah. booty on him. <laughs> that Kyle Lowry, maybe plus Fred Van Fleet, my full moon of the week. Big booties. And then this is all a joke. So every week we're going to have a full moon of the week because I personally have zero ass. My friends call me Flat Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like to admire other men who have been gifted with the big booty. Don't take this the wrong way. Gotta respect. Yeah. Gotta respect the booty game. <laughs> All right. What else? What else we want to talk about right now? Maybe Aaron Rodgers, softest NFL QB. No. Yes. Best quarterback. So, All right, we're basing it off the the beer chug on yeah. the jumbotron. I mean, Starting you, to be a trend online. Unless right you live under a rock, you've seen the video of Aaron Rodgers not chug a beer, and then if you also don't live under a rock. You've seen almost every single NFL star quarterback chug a beer at some type of live sporting event or on some Snapchat story, and they all just have shown him up. I think this means Aaron Rodgers is the softest QB in the NFL. He seems like he's definitely more of a wine guy. 100%. More of a wine guy. Sipper. Watching film. Maybe a scotch. Yeah. What do if uh, if that beer chug indicates that Aaron Rodgers is a wine guy, then what do uh, Uggs and Kissing Children? Uggs are a great style. Those are Uggs, his children. Yeah, Uggs and kissing your own children make you the greatest quarterback of all time, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's what that means. Wyatt is a avid Tom Brady hater, as like a, probably a lot of you listening to this podcast. Any of the stats. But Tom Brady is the GOAT. He's going to try to spit some bullshit stats at us real quick, but it's just not even up for discussion. We'll talk about that in a later episode. So now we're going to bring on my dad, Big John, for some prosthetic perspective. Kind of his part, his segment of the show where he's going to come on, share his thoughts, share his thoughts on current sports or kind of just anything going on. And he's just kind of going to tell us from a, from a guy with no legs, you know, give us a little different perspective because I'm, I'm not sure many of us, our listeners, have a no legs. So, uh, Big John, how you doing today? I'm good. How you doing, boys? We're good. Yeah. We're yeah. good. We're kind of just not uh, easy being a fat guy with no legs. I just like to say that for the record. <laughs> it's, it's just not at all. So what are some daily struggles that uh, – you kind of go through with being fat and having no legs. I think there are times when you get up in the morning, you know, swing those little stumps over the edge of the bed, <laughs> and you look at your legs and you just say, I don't want to do this today. I am not going to do this today. So you sit there for a couple of minutes, you have your little pity party, and then you realize you've got court at 8.30 and you better get out of bed. 
and that always kind of drives you to get up and get upright. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a huge thing. So, so for all you listeners, my dad is a uh, defense attorney in Southern Maine. If you ever get popped with a DUI, <laughs> or you're just an idiot. But if you ever make an absolute meathead of mistake and get in a car while having a couple cold ones with the boys, and you get pulled over by a cop, you know who to call. I'm here for you. Give, 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 plug, plug, plug the law firm. Let's go. Web Law Firm, 16 Middle Street, Sockle, Maine. www.weblawmaine.com, 207-283-6400. <laughs> he just turned on his Jim Rome right there. That was something else. But uh, quick Warriors update. We got 106 Warriors. 98 Toronto, 145 and counting left in the fourth. So this kind of just seems like a Warriors win. Anyway, back to the guy with no legs. So what's kind of what's kind of like your step after that? After you accept it, you, you pop on the legs? What do we got going? Yeah, you have to do a lot of work. you got to do a lot of rehab. you got to decide whether you're going to be one of the people that gets up and exceeds everyone's expectations, or you're just going to sit home and take drugs and drink alcohol and feel sorry for yourself for the rest of your life. That is a very good point. Now, Thank you for not being that because I could be a crackhead baby right now. Yeah, that, that would not be fresh. You're too big to be a crackhead baby. I, he said my big ass is too big to be a crackhead baby. That's fair. Thank you. So um, kind of like just explain to the people how you are fat and have no legs, but, <laughs> but you still kick my ass at golf and anyone else in this room is at golf. So how, how does that work? It's just all about just deciding you're going to do it. You can never, ever give up. And you just have to say, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm ready to run through a damn brick wall right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say the F word, but I, I'm ready to run through a f***ing brick wall right now. No, you can't <laughs> say. Junior, whoa, whoa, Junior, you got to stop. Yeah, you got to slow no, the roll. Yeah, we, stop we the F slow my roll. <laughs> We're going to bleep that out. I'm sorry. But um, so kind of give us thoughts. Anything you want to talk about? Anything running through your head? Yeah, I think the one thing I've thought about a lot over the last two weeks is the fact that our Boston Bruins are in the Stanley Cup finals. Talk to them. Doing an unbelievable job Talk against a very, very good St. Louis Blues Cheap team. Pricks. And you look at a guy like Krug, who has four points Saturday night, mm-hmm. and then you think in the, for the first time in Bruins history yep. in, a, in an NHL final, and then you start with Bobby Orr, and you run through the is it pantheon of all the players that have played for the Bruins, and you can't believe that Krug is the first guy. When you look at every single Bruin since the original six started, you can't imagine the fact that it's Krug who's had four points. Okay. The other thing I'd like to point out just briefly is I never thought while our Bruins are in the Stanley Cup Finals that our Boston Red Sox would be in New York, in the Bronx, right now, nine and a half games out. Oh, there's some hot shit. There's some hot trash. But, Seriously. But back to, the, back to the Krug thing. You were talking about how some Bruins legends have never even done that. So... Does this make Tory Krug a Bruins Hall of Famer? Does it? He said last night on on the ESPN after game show that it doesn't, but I think he was just showing a modicum of of, of uh, self restraint and humbleness. So you got to remember, no offense to our listeners, but probably only meatheads are going to be listening to this podcast. Not that there's so anything need, wrong with that. We need mm-hmm. you to dumb it down. No lawyer talk. Like we need like fifth grade English talk right now. I think Krug was just being nice, and I think it was too much for him to say yes. My name should be mentioned in the same breath with Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> so That's what Wyatt, he was saying. I know you don't really watch hockey at all. So, yeah. Chandler, what are, what are your thoughts on this? Crew, Hall of Famer? Uh, yeah, probably eventually. Probably eventually. I think he's still got a lot to do to uh, prove himself. But I think that four-point game and being the first one to do it is definitely a good stepping stone. What, what the hell do they do in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Do they cut out your face? What? The Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. Do they cut out your face? 
Spit out your face. Like, you know, the NFL does that shit. Ma- make a bust. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. That's what, what those are called. Those are busts. Oh, okay. That they make for the NFL. Do they have, like, a plaque when you go, when you get inducted? They got, like, a gold jacket? What do they got for the NHL Hall of Fame? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, so whatever the hell <laughs> the NHL does. Hey, how they, old is Krug? Krug's if young. They make, Krug's really young. Yeah, so he's got a lot of time left. Whatever the hell they do, if they make a a freaking cutout head, if they give you a plaque, if they give you a brown jacket, whatever the hell the NHL does, they probably don't even think it's the NHL. Whatever they did, they should have started doing it right after he hit that sorry ass St. Louis Blues guy with no helmet on, because that was just ridiculous. That was an epic hit. That was an epic hit. That was, as they say, a game changer. <laughs> that was a game changer. So, quick fun fact: my dad likes to do this thing that whenever he goes to any drive-through. Or kind of just anywhere not in Maine, he likes to really get after it with the Maine accent. Like, we'll go to the drive-thru and it'll be large. So, any any reason behind that? I've always wanted to ask this question, but now that I have really really a place to do it other than just the living room, kind of. No, I think I have a natural Maine accent, and I say large, and I say clam chowder. And I say things like that. See, you say it's natural, but you, <laughs> you really turn it on and off like it's a switch. Uh, <laughs> Do you think that perhaps it's occasionally enhanced, digitally enhanced by my voice just to annoy you? Ooh. Oh, shit. There you go. Tables are turning. Rack him. Rack him. Oh, shout out Uncle Chris. Shout out Uncle Chris out in Sacramento. Oh, Uncle Chris out in Sacktown. Holler at your boy. I still kick your ass any day of the week. Rack me, though. Rack me. No one could drop threes like Uncle Chris, bro. No one. He's old now, so. Ooh. Hey, uh, what else is on your mind? Let, let, let the people know. No, I... I'm thrilled. I'm very proud of you for starting this podcast. Thank you. I think it's awesome that you've got, you know, the Chan Dog and Wyatt as your, you know, uh, what would you call this? The, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the first time. Yep. You know, kind of like, you know, you've taken the champagne and broken it across the bow of the ship. Now it's time to launch it. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't guarantee you anyone's still listening to the podcast. True. Past that hot shit we just made before you came up here. Absolutely. But... If they do, they'll probably be blessed to listen to this interview. That's my dad. Pretty much the GOAT. Expect a lot of him on this show. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely an inspiration to all you meatheads out there who uh, have legs. It's going to be a wicked, long, hot summer. <laughs> See, he's just really turning on that one, I tell you. About him turning on. Anything else you want to say before we No, start I'm honored to be on the podcast, and I'm looking forward to making some occasional contributions as the summer goes along. Bam. It's like it's straight out of the... F- I almost said the F word again. I got a problem. Junior, we need I got to get you in counseling, bro. No, I actually got a problem. I need to see a therapist for this. All right. Anyway, Dad, love you. Love you, Thanks brother. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, boys. So, uh, I appreciate it. We'll sign off. So we have breaking news. Warriors 109, Raptors 104. You heard it here first. Warriors take game two, and I think it's over. Uh, I think the Warriors, they laughed off game one like they were at a comedy club. I mean... Why do the Raptors have an answer? Uh, I think so. Yes, I think they'll probably split at the Oracle, win Game Three, and then you think take it to a Game Seven because they'll lose Game Six in Oracle. You think with a returning Kevin Durant and a Guy Fieri led, hopped up crowd at the Oracle Arena back in Oakland, you really think the Raptors are going to get a game? I absolutely think they can get a game. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's, I think the best player in the NBA right now. I think with the supporting cast that he has, they absolutely steal a game because Kevin Durant's not 100%. Yeah, talk about the supporting cast. All I've heard from you is Kawhi, 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 Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi's not going to win a championship himself. What, what else we got going here? 
You got Kyle Lowry. He's a good defender. He can give you some stuff down at the offense. He had nine assists the other night. Siakam put up 32 in game one. Fred Van Fleet's uh, been ever, all right. Fred Van Fleet's been averaging ever like 16 since he had points. That kid, these yeah, ever Fred since Van he, yeah. Fleet's looking like Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, 16 points. Yeah, watch that statement. Yeah. Fine. So thank you. Saying. 50K right there. All right. So, I mean, I, I guess I won't get fined. But anyway, screw this finals talk. Warriors and five. That's basically facts. What we got here is way more important. We got Chandler, Alabama Roll Tide softball game. Chandler's future alma mater. I don't even know what you call it when you're going. He's committed to Alabama. That's all, that's all I know. I'm stupid. We got Alabama down four, seven to three against number one seed Oklahoma. Chandler, what do we got here? Break it down for us. Uh, we got top seven. We got one out, two on. Uh, here comes another out. Yeah, easy out. We're two down. We got a uh, shift to the man. runners though. Shift to the runners though. Yeah, uh, runners on second and third. So we got two in scoring position. We gotta, we gotta get hits here. We gotta get hits. We're one out away from elimination, and uh, winner of this moves on to a championship series. So yep. we're really pulling for big the, Alabama for the softball here. guys here. Big Alabama softball guys. Guys, I mean, this has been a shit show. This podcast. <laughs> pretty much sucks so any any last words from you guys i mean i think it's pretty good considering we were just sitting downstairs and we said hey let's go do this oh don't get me wrong please keep in mind if you're listening to this we were just sitting downstairs watching the game and we said hey let's go record record a podcast and this is kind of the product this is what you get when you do a last minute podcast no preparation and just a sheet of what we're going to talk about chandler any last words as you watch this uh riveting Alabama softball game? Uh, yeah, podcasts are definitely going to get better from here. are going to be more oh. structured. So um, I think that's it for today. Yeah, please, like I said, hang with us. If you didn't like it here, at least maybe like it, subscribe, maybe share it, please, just, just to support the kid. Um, if you didn't like it, though, please come back in like three or four episodes. I think we're going to have our shit together by then. Please bear with us and uh, hope you enjoyed it. Have a good one. Jackie Moon out. Well done.